Sucio Football Weekly, brought to you by Savory Sam. Savory Sam sounds so smooth, you won't even have to wipe. That's pretty smooth. Damn right it is. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Week two is in the books. I am Tony G. This is Susio Football Weekly. And with me, as always, you know, with the, the stalwart himself, Eric, the master magician Johnson. Great to be here, Tony. You know, excited for week two was in the books. Now we're on to week three. Like I said, um, Susio Football League season is off to a flying kick-ass start. Damn right it is. I think we can all agree this has been quite a season so far. The world, the the, the returning champ is off the schneid. The, the commissioner's 2-0. and And you know what? I'm throwing this out there. The All you had to do, apparently, in this league is change your name. And the next thing you know, you're 1-1. One one. Uh, just ask the epic collection of awesomeness. My God, what a week. How quickly things change. Uh, you know what? Before we, before we do anything, we should address the elephant in the room. Hap Alvon, missing in action. Apparently, he's out painting the town fuchsia or magenta or whatever color he likes to light his room up with. Uh, EJ, I'm just going to go ahead. Why don't you weigh in on him not being here today? Um, a little disappointing to um, not have the other half of hopes and prayers here. Um, all we have is prayer. already, already, already no showing after two weeks. We might have to add another thing in the discord, um, for, um, co-host applications, you know, um, to come in now. So we, that might have to be another, another, another thing in the, the discord. Right. So, you know, just saying, you know, but. Well, half Alvon gone, uh, one man down, but two are here. We are Susio football week two. We're ready to rock. We're just going to dive right in. Um, but really quick before we do, I, I will have it be known. I was a little upset. So I'm just going to call him out. I'm going to call the commissioner out to task right now. Uh, I hit him up, didn't answer me, wanted him to come out and, uh, and talk about his big 2-0 and and maybe do a little state of the league. But you know what? He didn't answer my phone calls. Am I getting ghosted by the commissioner? I don't know. But I just thought I'd start a little drama, you know, just to start the season off. Well, you know what? Um, he might have pulled something working from home, readjusting in his bed. So, you know, I won't, I won't, I won't, maybe. I won't make accusations or decipher anything on that. But, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all within the realms of possibility. Maybe he, he tripped over a, a, a charge cord and just stuck with him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one way or the other, we will get the commissioner on here to talk about uh, some changes in the league. Maybe even his 2-1 and one start. Who knows? Because, I mean, I've never seen him start off this hot. But 2-0 uh, and oh right now for the commission. That's how we're going to start. Uh, the league nemesis over Kyler, the creator, or let's just call him Kwani, 129.4 to 115.8. Tyler Lockett, Patty Mahomes, even Najee Harris chipping in with 19. Uh, not the most, not the most showy win, but a solid win nonetheless. 129 points, nothing to sneeze at. Absolutely not. Anything, anytime you get over 120, it's a good week, you know. And then you just hope that you know that that maintains. Um, like I said, Mahomes and Lockett had huge days. Najee, um, not big on the ground, but had a couple catches for some uh, catch for a touchdown. 
Um, you had some points on the bench. Chicago defense put up a fucking whopping 19 and you left that on there. So that would have been something that maybe the commission may have second guessed himself because that's 19 points. Anything over double digits for your defense is a big number. Right. So, but um, 129 is great. Um, I thought Quan, you know, um, Kyler Murray, great game. Um, his handcuff with D Hop, D Hop didn't do anything. I thought uh, Minnesota did a good job of blanketing him. You know, so um, he didn't put up big numbers and his running backs kind of underperformed. So um, all in all, best of days for Kwani, right? All in all, all in all, good, a good win for the nemesis um, starting off 2-0. You know, you know, you got to love um, commissioners of league starting off 2-0 and in their own league. You know, that doesn't throw draw any suspicion or anything. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, can you liken being a commissioner of a league to being like the manager of a softball team? Or you're, you don't really hit very well or play very good because you're so worried about everything else. But uh, you know what? It looks like uh, the commission goes uh, this season, at least. He has it covered. Maybe a 2-0 start. Thanks, Tony. That's what the commission would say. I'm just trying to do my job. There we go. At least we got some type of commissioner. <laughs> commissioner. We have a commissioner. Uh, I don't know they call it. Frank Cayendo does it. A commissioner impression. Apparently, I forgot the word impression. La Rosa de Guadalupe and the Compton Killers, 126.7 to 113.7. The Rose wilting right here in in, in week two, dropping to 0-2 while the Killers gets off the schneid. 1-1, third in that South LA division, looking pretty, uh, looking like a team that uh, just flipped the coin really quick on everybody's ass. Uh, how are you feeling about Compton Killers? Yeah, I know you said earlier you didn't like his team. Is that still part of what uh, – are you still at your my, your way of thinking or you think uh, maybe Compton Killers might have to something to say later? All right, man. It was a great week for the Killers. Teddy Bridgewater has been surprisingly good, uh, 26.1. Um, Devontae Adams put up some numbers, Godwin, Devin Singletary. So he had a pretty good, well-rounded performance. Um, I don't like his bench. Like we had said, he's got some gaps there. So whenever he has a bye week, some of his some of his guys are going to be struggling a little bit. But he's able to play his best lineup, and Green Bay gets to what they're doing with Devontae and Saquon Barkley learns how to run and like a big guy instead of like a little little pussy, and they'll be a little better. But Saquon Barkley's got to be the most disappointing running back for me, the most hyped up, and he just afraid of contact. He like 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 we talked, it's like carry of one yard, carry of one yard, gain of forty, minus two, minus one. It's like guy that big, that fast needs to. You're a football player. You're not a you're not a dancer. So um, that's that's my take on the killers. La Rosa, he's just got to figure out his lineup. He's got a lot of good players on his team, but he's just struggling to find the right thing. When you leave about shit eighty points on your bench, it's a problem. Yeah, you know, so um, this is and he only had one thirteen. So. I mean, Money Brown or Hollywood Brown's got to be in the lineup all the time. I think the Ravens are pretty explosive. They're getting in the ball, obviously. They figured out how to get some receivers involved. Hence, Mark Andrews isn't doing as well So because the receivers are getting the ball. So, I mean, I think Hollywood Brown's got to be a must-start every day. Um, he's got some talent on his team. I just think he's, you know, maybe he's out thinking himself. I'm not sure what's in um, La Rosa's head, but he's got some talent. I think he's just got to figure out how to do his lineups, and I think he should be okay but it all depends on what you're doing as far as your lineups. And that's always a challenge when you have um, a lot of players on your team and not sure what to do. And you just got to kind of figure out the matchups a little better. Right. Right. I mean, Daniel Jones, man, it's, it's interesting, especially like this team is built for lineup, but for matchup play, right? Like if you look at it, the whole thing's built for, Hey, putting the right guy in at the right time. He has like two, he has maybe two guys who are must starts 
like in in Dalvin Cook and, and Mike Evans and the rest of them, it's like, hey, yeah, who's got that tasty matchup this week? I'm going to play him over the other guy. Now that's uh, that's pretty astute there, EJ. Yeah, and I don't know why he started Corey Davis. I mean, like Hollywood Brown, you know they're going to have to score a lot against the Chiefs because the Chiefs are high-powered. They got a rookie quarterback in Tyler Wilson. I mean, that's tough, man. So I'm not, that's the only questionable um, call, I would say, for LaRosa on that. Because right. if he starts Hollywood Brown, that's fucking 22 more points he wins the game. Yeah, that's true. So, so that, that's my, that would be my only questionable play that he did. Jared Cook, I would probably start. So, I mean, you know, but that's not my team. So I have him in another league, Corey Davis, and he's a number yeah. one. But you don't play him against New England. He's the only weapon they got, and New England is notorious for just taking away your best weapon and making the rest of the players beat you. Especially with a rookie quarterback. Like, Belichick, like, thrives on that shit. He gets hard. Right. That. Like, he threw four interceptions. I mean, come on. He pulled the pedal off that rose. Uh, <laughs> we go ahead and talk about the TaylorMade mishaps. Uh, you know what? Jonathan Taylor Thomas, man, that guy's a mess. Fantasy underachievers, 113.5, taking down the mishaps. We're all about that big talk last week, only putting up 94.2 points. Looking pretty damn sad, to be quite honest. The underachievers getting off to a hot 2-0 start, first in that LA, LA Valley division. While uh, the mishaps, are they looking a little more like fool's gold? What are you thinking here? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Matthew Stafford guy. Um, Like, if he, the guy's that good. You know, he should overcome his liabilities in Detroit. He never won a playoff game. He's never done shit. So it's like, I'm not I'm not sold on Stafford. They got a ton of talent. I mean, the Colts blew that game. I thought the Colts could have won. But I'm, I'm just not on the Rams bandwagon on that. You know, they're one of those teams that they feel like they're God's greatest gift of football, and they ain't won shit. They're deep. So it's kind of like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not on the Rams thing. But Stafford should have a great year. He should throw for 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. But you know, I just I'm just not sold on the Rams. They're in, they're in a very tough division. Just about every team in that division is two and zero. I believe Seattle should have won. So that's a t- the the NFC West is the toughest division in football. So that's going to be interesting. Um, but mishaps. Um, Joe Mixon and Jonathan Taylor did not have good games. I think that was ultimately his downfall. Mixon usually gets better points, and so does Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, I think that's a little bit of a slip up. Those guys normally do better. And same thing with Dallas Goddard. And um, underachievers are now two and zero. Yeah, underachievers looking good. Yeah, right. Um, Lamar Jackson had a great performance. Um, I think I'm a little worried about his receiver depth because Brandon Ayuk, who was one of my players last year, did really well. He seems to have disappeared off the globe for the 49ers on their offense. So, and Edwards Hilaire, like the Chiefs running backs are kind of people you stay away from. And that's kind of, he's going to have to find some other help there. Probably James White might be a must start moving forward for him. And, um, but all in all, 113, not a great week. You know, he kind of scored as much as um, the Sex Panthers did last year. They're not a high-scoring team, but a two and zero is two and zero is two and zero. You know, so you got like you like to be where you're at two and zero, and hopefully improve your team as the weeks go on and find the right lineup. So, congrats to Edgar. Like we said, you know, if he continues to win it, he's got a draft from Germany every year. So. It's nice to see the 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 underachievers get off to a two zero start, but I'm gonna have to agree with you a little bit on that bench of just looking at it. It's like okay, there's it's. Uh, it's a little, the 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 bench is a little alarming. It's a little sticky. Like it's uh, there's no there's not a lot of wiggle room for error. Like not a lot of room for damage. If your team's going to take some damage, uh, you're going to start Tyrod Taylor or you're going to start uh, Gerald Everett. You know, so like well, and, well, Tyrod Taylor is this one got put on injured reserve, so he's going to be out for at least three weeks. So, so you yeah. know, 
Yeah, I think there's going to be, you know, we talk about it. Some teams have legs, some teams don't, you know, like I think this team missed leg day, you know, like religiously at this point we have like a little bit of a, on the back end, we have some, some thin, some thinness there. Wow. You're getting really broad. It went from sticky to legs. I mean, shit, man. I don't know where the fuck you're going with this. Sticky. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was like, whoa, we're getting sticky. What are we talking about? Like, you know, Magic City fucking strip club in Atlanta. And then we got like legs. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about here? So, yeah, that's what we're talking about. So, all right. So I'm just going to attempt to say this name. Antonia Graza FT has now, has now beaten the new guy's trash fire barbecue. And I am now... In, I am now uh, going to go ahead and submit that we are getting a little too fucking creative with these goddamn names. All right? Just goddamn. 138.8 to 24.2. Uh, Antonio Graza, formerly known as the Epic Collection of Awesomeness, has won their first game in about eight tries. So 138.8, a solid win. That's a good win over 124.2. Not a bad showing by the trash fire. But uh, apparently... I'm assuming FT means football team. Yes. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's um, this is getting this is getting in the realms of um, um, Quan's team as one of my most hated team names. Maybe I don't know what that team name means. I mean, I mean it makes it seem like Doogie Howser, MD, Antonio Graza, FT. I mean, what the fuck does that mean? I have no idea. So maybe maybe when, you know on our special guest today, maybe they'll inform us on what the fuck that means. This is um, this is really a. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an avant-garde name. It's like he's like, no, you and if you don't, it's like a ZJ. If you don't know, yeah, yeah it's clear. Clearly, you can't afford it. Yeah, so, you, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, and I'm just curious. Is it Antonio Grazza? Is it? Is he th- do you got to throw in your hand like the yeah. Grazza, or is it Graza? Spicy meatball, or, or did he spell it wrong and it's supposed to be Garza? I don't, maybe, I don't fucking know. Maybe so it's like the whole thing in the po- the whole point. It was just a social experiment to see yeah. if he could come up with what after he just grabbed made a random name i don't know like well you know what we're talking about it so he's doing his job yeah um, right he's that high brow either yeah, way he won a football game yeah, exactly so <laughs> um I mean, it, it kind of helps when derrick henry um the 6'3 400 pound running back who runs a 4-2 um <laughs> fucking gets 51.7 points it's not fair a guy that big can outrun fucking 200 pound dbs um that's just a, that guy's just a freak of nature um he's one of the only running backs that's going to get the ball 30 to 40 times right right game so um other than that his team really didn't do much um like you said they all had okay numbers um but you know derrick henry's herculean performance um zach moss had some points on the bench but you know um he won you know that's that's what it's about but it took a herculean effort of derrick henry to be able to pull that off and antonio Grazza is now one and one and um, new guy who was my pick for this year. I mean, I don't know what's up with that guy. You know, maybe because he never shows his face on the screen when we call or we never see pictures. I don't know what the hell it is, but he might need a maybe he needs to maybe he needs a name change. I don't maybe know. He's to rename his, his team to Doctor Claw since he's maybe the not so new guys trash fire rivalry. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, who knows? But I like his team. He's got some players. I mean, one twenty four is not bad. It's just you know, I mean. It just it's never- right there. I mean, oh, right. Yeah, I think I think I play him this week, and I'm probably going to lose. But you know, but either way, it's. But it is a new guy. There's a good possibility to go 0 three just because it's fucking. He says, "Oh, just my luck." You already, you know, don't play the "woe is me" fucking card already for the second year in a row. I would like to uh, ask if you're the one mushing him. 
because like absolutely you not know the law of mush come on don't don't be calling me out on that shit come on this is years of fucking years of experience with understanding the laws of mush you know <laughs> i mean and we're gonna have the creator of that coming on shortly you know but um we do know that so what do you mean what are you talking about i don't know oh. jimmy mush you know what i mean from fucking bronxdale is he bronxdale? Is bronxdale? the phone or something is he on the phone i don't know i don't do last i checked he ghosted me that's right he did ghost Oh, did you do you have something you know something I don't know? You know what? Uh, sources close to the situation have informed me some some, some stuff. I don't know. Oh, well, I got some choice words for him. By God, yes. well, you know, but we'll figure that out. So, you so know, but, you know, and the Sex Panthers. Oh, like game. Can we skip this game? American football. One hundred and forty-two point two for Casey Rick. Two and zero. First in that West LA division, standing strong above everybody, uh, and. The Sex Panthers are now one and one, second in the West LA division, looking up at Casey Rick for the first time since I don't know, maybe Obama was president, maybe like, yeah, maybe, you know. maybe ever, I don't know. But one way or the other, Casey Rick is on a tear. Well, let me go. Let me. I can't go first, so I'll say I'll pretend I'll be happy. So Tennessee Bob fucking Rick smoked, skinned the fucking Sex Panthers, half out. I was going to say maybe Ward is like some kind of loincloth cape kind of a situation. But yeah, it was pretty good. I'm not mad. That was, that was a pretty solid impression of Hap. So now I'll give my assessment of that. Well, my team sucked. 102 is not very good. Um, I, you know, Sunday was probably one of the worst days that I fucking lost in fantasy baseball. Fucking on a close matchup with Westsiders. That's neither here nor there. But congratulations to the fantasy baseball people. Um, so, um, yeah, shit. My Eagles lost. My girlfriend's a Niners team. So it was an all-around bad day. You know, so it was just like I should have stayed in bed. But you know what? Congratulations to Rick. 40-point ass whooping. That's pretty good. And his team played really well. Buffalo defense was, I think, the big difference for that. 22 points is fucking good. Fucking that's, that's like, great. I thought my team didn't do bad. My running backs really underperformed, but Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt. I think last week they both got me 17-18. You add another 10-11 points, it makes the game a little closer. And um, Josh Allen has been very underperforming. And um, I was about uh, he, FYI, he might be on the trade market. Offer me a trade. I was about to ask you. Uh, this is the second time that Sam Darnold has outperformed uh, Josh Allen. Are you the Panthers are for real? They're two and zero. Huh? Yeah, Panthers, Panthers. Panthers. You know what? It, it makes more sense. I should have a quarterback from the Panthers for the Sex Panthers. God, how is this? How how has this gone by me? They're right in front of your face the whole time. My goodness. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Congratulations to Tennessee Bob fucking I ain't calling him fucking whatever fucking from that city that he fucking denounced last year. So but um Tennessee Bob Moonshine Rick Moonshine Rick. So I thought I thought that was good. All right, so them Slauson boys in the West Siders. West Siders, one hundred and thirty seven points even over ninety-four point five from them Slauson boys. Slauson boys dropped to one and one while the West Siders take shaken off last season's poor start and now a two and oh first in the mid city LA division. Uh the West Siders doing their thing, scoring that one twenty, scoring that one thirty, chipping away at everybody. Uh are we looking at a team that's gonna be a force? I don't know. It's too early to tell right now. Um, Kirk Cousins is not going to put up 33-point weeks. Um, I'm a little worried about his quarterback situation um, because right now it's Justin Fields as his backup, which could be good. It could be bad depending on where the Bears are at because I think halfway through the season, Justin Fields is going to take the reins, and 
maybe he can throw up some Jalen Hurts type numbers towards the end of the year last year, which helped propel the Panthers in the second half of the season. So, you know, I think his quarterback position could be a little iffy because I'm not a big Kurt D. Cousins fan. Um, his tight end position is a little hot. He had a big week from McLaurin and McCaffrey coming back to full speed, which is great. McCaffrey's getting the ball a lot, so that's an automatic 20-burger just about every week. Um, so, like I said, 2-0 and is pretty good. I'm not a fan of his bench, but, you know, right now 2-0 is 2-0, and you can make some adjustments, make some trades, and continue to get stronger. So, right now, um, 2-0 and is good. West Siders is back after last year's poor for, poor performance. And um, them Slauson boys, I don't know, man. I mean, I see their bench, and it's not very good. So, they might have some tough sledding ahead. Um, Joe Burrow needs to play out of his ass, and their receiver position – is so so i mean so it'll be interesting but um um, them slosson boys need to get the right lineup and go from there yeah that team needs to shore up a bit i think they have a little bit of a they have a little credibility problem with that bench that's uh like uh like the uh, fantasy football is all about consistency right you want the guys who are going to put up the most consistent numbers and if your teams aren't going to be that consistent and you're looking to your bench to be able to supplement that and you can't see it you got a problem and I think that, that that might be a problem for uh, for the Slauson boys moving forward. Uh, they're going to have their days. They're going to go to put those numbers up, but that's going to be a little hard to see. Like it's going to be hard to do that every day, week in, week out with uh, with that bench. Just throwing it out there. Yep. Rico's Taco Killers and the Honeydew Melons. The champ is off the schneid with 158.0 points. Now one and one third in the LA Valley Division. While Rico's Taco Killers, the the draft darlings, are now uh, only score 91 points. Are now down to 0 and two fourth in that LA Valley Division. Uh, so let's talk about the Taco Killers really quick. Everybody loved them. Everybody's on fire about them after that draft. Uh, an 0-2 start, but is it a phantom 0-2? I mean, they ran into a buzzsaw last week, and then they ran into another one this week. Could we agree? Yeah, I mean, I like his team. Dak Prescott only put up seven, which is not happening. Kamara hasn't done shit. And he's got C.D. Lamb, who I like. He's got D.J. Moore, who's good. His tight end position is a little shitty. But, you know, he's got some players on his team. Um, Will Fuller comes back, I think, off of IR. Um, Derek Carr's been playing pretty good. Like I said, I, I, McKissick? I mean, McKissick, I, I'm not worried about that one. Derek Carr's put up some big numbers. Um, you might want to look at matchups. I mean, but Dak Prescott put up really good numbers against Tampa Bay last week. Right. And Kamara, like I said, there's like, he's got a couple guys underperforming. Yeah. I mean, come on. It took, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones for you to, to do something. Other than that, you really didn't do shit. Yeah, my team. Oh, I mean, hopefully your kicker at 22 points, which is an anomaly. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And LaVisca Chanel's out for a while. I mean, he really – and Cooper Cup had a huge game. So, yeah, it took three three guys to score 110 points for you to get 158. Right. So that's good that you those three guys came through. But you had 48 points out of the remaining five guys. Yeah, he's way more so – that, 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 that's, dang- that's a little dangerous to deal with if you're going to rely on three guys have to do those type of performances to win. So, right. I mean, I think you need to shore up a little bit and figure out your right lineups. And I think the Taco Killers, if he gets a good thing going, once he gets one, I think he can win a lot. He just needs to show up his – like I said, he's got good players. Like Damian Harris is going to get the ball. Kamara, Prescott. His starting lineup is good. I well, just think – I'm not. I'm just not sure why it's not clicking. Maybe it could be matchups. You know, some teams have had some tough matches. Chargers got a good defense. So who knows? I mean – I'm going to go this far because I got Dak Prescott in another league, and so I know his pain. <laughs> like, 
No bullshit. I think Dallas is fool's gold. Like the only player on that team worth a shit is CeeDee Lamb. That's it. Like the rest of them, I think you don't know what you're to get. Bunch of prima donnas, pretty fucking soft, buying each other gifts. Like it's weird. Like the whole thing is strange, man. This ain't Sparta where you, you know, this ain't, yeah, forget it, man. Uh, A lot of it bothers me where, and no BS, I'd go out on a limb next week and start Derek Carr. And I'm not just saying that so so go killers could do it. I'm saying this because that's something I would definitely think about because the Raiders are playing off their ass right now. Derek Carr seems to be lights out. And know who doesn't look lights out? Dak Prescott. He had to throw the ball 50 times to score 35 points. Patrick Mahomes throws the ball 50 times. He scores 605. You know, like, you got to think about it that way. You know, that's a lot, that's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. That's It's an exaggeration, but it just is what it is. So, like... I know part of me, you know, looks at this and feels bad for the Taco Killers because if you look down there and he goes out on a limb and starts Derek Carr and puts J.D. McKissick in in, in place of, uh, of, you know, maybe, well, actually, yeah, he wouldn't be able to fit him in there. But I put J.D. McKissick in place of maybe not Alec, Alvin Kamara, but maybe Damian Harris. But but he's got some but he's got some good things. But the thing is, it's like Latavius Murray might get the ball all the time now for Baltimore. With all those running backs out, so he's got three decent running backs. Yeah, he's got he's got so he's got a good team. It's for some reason, it's like I said, it could be matchups. I don't know, but like at 91, like Dak Prescott should be giving you 25 to 30. That's at least he should have had 120 to 130 points, right? He's, I think he still would have lost, but 91 is not indicative about the team he has. His, his players just underperformed. And when you got Kamara and Prescott, if you tell me Kamara and Prescott had a combined 14 points in one week, I'd have said you're full of shit. Because Kamara right. usually gets 15 to 20 on himself, and Dak on a bad day is going to get you 15 to 20. So that should be at least 40 to 50 points there. So that's at least another 30 points. They still lose possibly, but it also keep in mind, it also took your guys to put up – you had three guys to put up close to 40. You had 115 points out of three guys. Right, right. So that's a lot. So and like I said, and it came from one game. You got 85, 75 points. So it's like if that doesn't happen, or if you get the same type of performance Aaron Rodgers them had the week before, then it's the 80-point performance you had the week before. So – you need those right now. You're very dependent on them to do well, which, 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 I'm, which I'm not a fan of. It's because if they don't do well, then you're, you're not going to win. Hey, well, look, I'm just going to go just because we're on the air and I can say this and it could sound like, like I have a reason why I'm starting all those Packers is because I had uh, Gus Edwards as my, as my number two running back. I don't want to hear your excuses. Everyone deals with injuries, Tony. Fuck you! The day didn't even start. It hasn't even started yet. The rape. Well, you know what? It's not my fault. You know, he's got a guy named Gus. You can't trust guys named Gus. You get when you start chasing after a preseason undefeated record. Like it makes no fucking sense. All right, Crenshaw Cruisers and D Smokia. The Cruisers now cruising a one and one. And I love saying the Cruisers are cruising to anything, even if it's for a bruising. One twenty nine point seven to one hundred seven point eight. D Smoke now zero and two. Fourth in the Mid City LED Valley Division Division facility. Okay, so the Cruisers always a force every year. They always have something to say. Uh, is this the same Cruisers, or is this like is this kind of Cruisers light? What are you What are you talking to me about here? Before I get into that, um, I do like the reference of the cruising for a bruising. Shout out to my dad, rest in peace, rest um, God rest his soul in heaven. He would always say cruising for a bruising, so that made me think of my dad. So thank you. So in a good way. So thank you, sir. Uh, but back to what you said about the cruisers, um, they um, they did well. I mean, 
129 is not a huge week, but it's a good enough week. Um, Cortland Sutton came up with a big day with 25 points. I think with Jerry Judy out, he reaped the benefits of that um, to get all those extra catches, which is good. Tampa Bay with two defensive touchdowns kind of put him over the top. That's an 18-point week, which is big. Anytime you get over 10 in defense is big. Um, he left some points on the bench with Ruggs. Ruggs had a good game. And he also had New England defense. So, like, when you're both your defenses have 18, 19 points, it's a good problem to have, I guess. Um, but, like, a good week for defense. If, if, if we had an all-defensive league, you know, I mean, I'd take the Cruisers all day, you know. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens with them. Like, his team has got, you know, matchups are going to be big. Antonio Gibson didn't have a very good game, you know. Um, with the new projected rules that I'm proposing, Antonio Gibson would add another 10 points or five, six points. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, but D smoke, um, I think he jumped on the Elijah Mitchell bandwagon pretty quickly and got him off the free agency. Like, um, it was a tough matchup. Only seven Devonte Smith, not very good. And George Kittle, who's kind of underperforming a little bit. You're starting both tight ends and Andrews and Kittle who are very high profile tight ends have not really done much. So that kind of hurts you a little bit. And that's why I think D smoke is what I think going to now. Yeah. That's a classic D smoke move too. the two tight end set. No. In fantasy football, it's ballsy. Uh, sometimes it works out for you. Sometimes it comes with a bite you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so, Michael I mean, Pittman. Russell, yeah, it, Russell Wilson had a great game, so it was good. But, um, like, not a bad week, but, you know, he just not enough this week to get over the top, you know? Right. Now, at least he didn't start Jameis Winston. He was bandwagoning a little bit, but you got to put Russ in, right? You have to. I mean, Russell's on back start every week. So that rounds out the slate. Uh, so EJ, you know, you've been teasing it this whole time. You have this weird look on your face. I'm not sure what the hell's going on. And I see now you have somebody in the queue. What, what, what's going on? You have to explain yourself here. Well, you know what, Tony, I'm going to have to explain something to you, you know, as, um, I am a Godfather movie fanatic. I do love that movie. And one of my favorite characters is Tom Hagen, AKA the consigliere. And um, as the consigliere of the Sucio Football League, I have the honor and the pull to get the commish. What? On Sucio Football Weekly. Oh. I know you've tried and he ghosted you a little bit, but you know what? It takes the consigliere, EJ Hagen, to make it happen. EJ Hagen, so to speak, my Kraut Mick friend. So what are you saying? What is that? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Gentlemen, gentlemen, hello. Chief. Oh, oh. Good evening. So here he is, the commissioner. Wow, that's... Thanks for keeping me in the loop, guys. Appreciate it. Really sorry, I'm, sorry I'm late. Uh, I was on the phone with Adam Schefter earlier. I, I couldn't wrap up that call fast enough. All right. I'm here. Ah, oh, dear God. All right, well, please welcome to the show... <sighs> League nemesis, James Gonzalez, also known as the commissioner, commissioner of the league, commissioner Gonzalez. How, is, how are you today? Hanging in there, fellas. Uh, like I said, apologize for uh, the tardiness. Uh, a lot of commissioner business going on. Uh, a lot of things, a lot of movie parts. Uh, but, uh, hey, I'm here. Bottom line. I, I, me. When, uh, when EJ calls, I answer. Well, you know what? I must say, for you to throw a bottom line this early in a conversation, it must be pretty serious stuff you're dealing with, commission. Stone cold, baby. Stone cold. All right, enough glad handing and all this insider bullshit. 
So big time, big time win this week, Kamish. You're now two and zero. First in that South LA division, 129 muscular points over over Kwani. I'm not saying Kyler the Creator. I just say Kwani the Creator. It's even better, right? Like, you just said Kyler the Creator. Just said that. Oh, oh! Now you're giving me the high hat just because you got the you got the big dog on the show. You know what? Let's just talk about your win. First off, I would like to explain. Kyler, the creator. So you don't know this because you guys don't really know John Kwan that well. John Kwan is the youngest soul out of the whole Susio league. He is literally a teenage guy just <laughs> sitting there and he has his pulse to the beat of the streets. I'm telling you, this guy will quiz me on nowadays hip hop songs. I have no clue. <laughs> uh, you you drop me a you know a nineties a two thousands even the eighties I, I got it I'm not going to the park you, you drop anything lately this guy knows every single hip hop song every street every street term he catches me up on all the stuff so I'm just saying uh, when he comes up with hipster stuff that we don't catch it's just because he's just he's just too young he's too smooth man he's got so, his got his finger on the pulse so to speak yeah I, he sure does i'm not gonna lie about that's that. amazing you say he is the youngest soul but yet he's the oldest guy in our league that's pretty amazing I, hey it is what it is this guy this guy's doing like uh crazy workouts uh in record amount of times he's pr and every all his workouts and uh oh, nice. he's the same age as about brad pitt and uh, johnny depp so he's doing his thing wow you're are you are you grouping Quan with Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt. That's a lead company there. No, well, no, he says that says he says that to me all the time that he's the same age as Johnny oh, Johnny okay. Depp and Brad Pitt. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well, but uh yeah, that was, that, as far as the match, as far as the matchup goes, uh it was a it was a it was a slugfest. I, I was kind of worried there. I thought uh, Jamal Williams was gonna do something on Monday night. Um I I, I texted on the Discord uh, claiming that that Green Bay was gonna choke. Because I just felt Quan was going to come with uh, two touchdown scores and just snatch the game from me uh, with uh, Jamal Williams. Which, by the way, that soundbite he dropped this week uh, was the best. I don't know if you guys caught that. I did. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed that tremendously. I How? sorry, I did not catch it, but but you know what? I guess I didn't catch a lot of things. Like your phone call that didn't exist. All right, look. All right, I'm going to have to usah out of this. Uh, so. <laughs> you know what big win how are you feeling i know you had some disappointing uh showing last week or last game but you still were at managed to push pull one out uh how are you feeling about your team in general like just go ahead and talk to us about it this is kind of new for you uh you know winning two and oh going two and oh right off the bat uh go ahead and talk on that for a sec it wasn't a love of my draft but um Taking Patty Mahomes the first round, I kind of had to do it for the points. Uh, I wasn't sure about Najee Harris, but now that he's rounding out the top and then Kenyon Drake is is uh, getting first reps because uh, Josh Jacobs getting banged up, I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. So that's kind of panning out a little sooner than later. And with those, with those moves falling my way and my bench kind of strengthening up recently, uh, I kind of, I kind of like where I'm at. I like, I like, I liked my long-term um, turnaround. I got some solid bench fill-ins, and uh, I think my overall team is going to probably be up there with some of the best. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. Question, Commission. Um, 
obviously with Patty Mahomes doing his thing. Um, Amari Cooper got a little banged up. Hopefully he's not out. I heard. I think he took a concussion um, this past game. It looks like your tight end position is a little shaky right now with New England. Not sure what they're doing. Um, did you almost regret not starting Chicago against a young Cincinnati team? Because that seemed to be a – or were you really confident with your Washington pick? Because luckily D-Hop didn't do much for – for Quan, because Murray put up 44. Usually, when he puts up 44, and that means D Hop would have put up another 20, another at least 30 points. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if that you were kind of like, shit, did I mess up there by doing that? Or was that crossing your mind at all this weekend? Uh, I drafted Washington pretty high, having uh, high hopes for them. Thought that maybe they can uh, embarrass the Giants on uh, that Thursday game, but uh, I'm kind of getting worried about Washington's performance recently so yeah it is on my mind i'm just glad the bears are looking nice uh as far as defense so that kind of uh makes me feel a little better but yeah for this coming week for sure uh i'm gonna bench washington against buffalo for sure and go with the uh, bears against uh cleveland at cleveland uh and just the way the bears are rolling i think that's gonna kind of make me feel a little bit better so a lot of people say commish that this discord is just a bunch of hooey uh, we were working on on WhatsApp. We're gonna just 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 get into the crux of the matter here. Congratulations on the win and all, but let's get down to brass tacks, commissioner style. Uh, you know this is like the big uh, the big suggestion box has and the, the suggestion box turned into something different now. Uh, we're no longer using WhatsApp. We're using Discord. We do have some dissenters using Discord, if I would allow myself some dad humor. But uh, why don't you go ahead and explain to us why Discord is better and why we switched over and, wh- and what are the plans for the league moving forward with the Discord? Evolution, gentlemen. Evolution. Uh, just just because, honestly, I, I've been using Discord uh, for like two years now uh, for gaming, uh, certain areas and everything as far as uh, communication. And I noticed all the features it had and not only that, the new guy is actually uh, well, uh, well versed in the Discord servers, and uh, how, you know he has his own uh, servers and stuff that he he runs off of. And having him integrated with the league as he's as he's been, you know, he's been having some good suggestions. And when he brought it up to me, it made sense because my my biggest gripe was letting you guys know what's happening and everyone turning off their messages on their phone. So when I text something on the WhatsApp, I'm assuming you guys will eventually read it. But what I find out is people get don't like the chatter, so they just oh, turn a lot it off. Of chatter on WhatsApp, a lot of a lot of chirping, a lot of chit chat. And that's the problem I'm having is, is listen, I I get it. I don't want my phone shaking all the time when Dwight's going after uh, I don't know the hap or something like you know just, just bantering back and forth, and my phone's vibrating like crazy, and I'm I'm no, I go look, I gotta I gotta I gotta end this. And, and then when the commission's got to make an important announcement, you just forget, you turn it off, and then I'm assuming you're reading it eventually. But the, the truth is, is that some guys don't have the time to really spend that much time into the league. So I just want to get to them with the important stuff. And with Discord, you can do at the symbol at whoever, at everybody. When you do at everyone, everyone in the league, no matter if you turn off your alerts or not it's gonna it's gonna shake your phone and let you know there's an important message right. and it's you can just get that one alert. message. right it's kind of like a correct yeah okay. correct so even if i did like uh um 
you know, at um, KC Rick or at Polkai Sex Panthers. Only by doing the at symbol in front of the people, the person's name, you can actually send them a direct message just to them to check it out. So if I wanted to talk to somebody I know doesn't have their alerts on, because I kind of know already who has it on. Uh, I think Dwight gets all the messages. Uh, Ed Greer saw the messages. I get all the messages. There's, there's like a handful of people already. So, but when I do the at, at, either at you or at everyone, everyone will get the message. But that's just like the beginning of the Discord because we've actually have um, Diamond upgraded service on Discord. So we can actually use uh, Discord as a Zoom chat, as a live chat, as a live channel, as a video call conference channel where we all can get on there and have instant votes or meetings or whatever, behold what uh, I've been logging in at halftime after the morning games um, and kind of just seeing who wants to jump on and chat. Whoever is available could jump on bullshit, see how your, your day is going, talk about it face-to-face with a live video. Uh, and I think last Sunday we had like three or four guys jump on and just bullshitting around and, you know, nothing serious and just – you know, just mid- midday check with the league. And if you have time to jump on, good for you. You know, it's just uh, an extra extra bonus that's added to the actual Discord service. So um, that's the main reason. Um, and I think Kevin's working on some, some things we can integrate actually website information that actually goes into each channel on the app. And I, I thought that was a, a selling point too, to have each channel on there that you can decide, look, I don't give a shit about this channel. I'm not going to turn on any alerts in this channel. But let's say I want the football chatter. You'll leave the football chatter on. So like that one channel, will, everything that posted there will ring your phone. But, you know, it's up to whoever the user is to decide how they want to work each channel. You know, it, it's, it's totally up to you. So um, as long as you have the app mentions uh, enabled, that's all I'm asking for. Right. Okay. You know, the, you know what? I'm going to take the hooey tag off of this. It's not a bunch of hooey. It's uh, progress. I like the idea of that. I mean, at this point, we you can get the Susio Football links. I will be adding everybody at Susio Football Weekly. Uh, so if you want to know, if you want to get the links, I will. I am officially not putting it on WhatsApp. Uh, I'm putting them all, all the Susio Football on Discord because we do have a Susio Football Weekly podcast link uh on discord uh, channel. Uh, channel on cool. discord excuse me okay i sound like my mom I'm like hey can you download this to the internet <laughs> like that's not how that works uh, either way I mean, like, you upload to the internet uh so either way that's where it's gonna be uh, and thanks for coming on and thanks for you know what I, I i heard i have had a few people tell me they weren't comfortable with discord but i think people just fear change right i mean ej could you agree I'll say one thing, or probably several things beyond one. Is um, oh shit, <laughs> um, one that was a very, very thorough explanation that I really didn't pay attention to half of it. Um, I did the one thing that buzzed was diamond status. Anybody that wants to, knows anything, and when you say diamond status, I was like, wow, is that better than gold status? So that's when I started listening. So um. Oh yeah, it's diamond status. Absolutely. I, absolutely. A quick question: Are you pulling? absolutely? You tuned me off when you said Amber Alert, and I'm like, wow, it's like a kid's missing. That's kind of fucked up. I don't want to hear about that. Are you pulling a well, hap right now? What? I'm not pulling a hap. I'm just kind of. <laughs> You're leaning on a couch. Are you? Um, um, it's called a futon, but it's okay. Uh, but um, 
you know, I mean, Sex Panthers. I'm doing like my Shawn Michaels pose from the player. I'm just gonna, <laughs> hey girl. Uh, but um, <laughs> no, but um, like I said, it's like um, Amber Alert got me down. Started thinking about missing kids, and then he said diamond status made me think about. But either way, like I said, we're we're trying to evolve this into um, a bigger and better league, and I totally get it. Hence all the different rule changes and or proposals and everything else. And it's not for anything else. It's like, you know, just, just as the NFL evolves from went from like, what is it? Um, wildcat offense to five wide receivers to now it's RPOs. It's kind of everything else. And that's the way you got to look at the Susio football league. You got to kind of adjust with the times and you got to be able to make these bold decisions and bold changes to be able to do that because the game always evolves in any sport. You know, you own baseball. Now they do shifts. You do this, you do bullpen games. You do also it's a variety of different things that happen and you just kind of got to keep up with the Joneses. And I think that's basically what commission was basically trying to say. And, you know, in layman's terms, you know, but there's some different things and for people that aren't familiar with discord, you know, it might be, you know, just spend some time with it and kind of do that, you know, and kind of get familiar with it. Um, But it seems to be going off to a good start. I think with anything, it'll take a few weeks for everyone to get adjusted, but I'm all for it, you know, and hopefully we can, you know, come to some conclusion and figure out some rule changes and, you know, or just reasons why we're doing things. And like, you know, it's always good to, I'm really going on and on here. I realize that. Sorry. But it's always good to see what's out there. And it's like, if it doesn't mean we change, we don't change, but it's good to have the discussion about it is what I'm saying. So well, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, this is the way we've always done it. And I hate that. And I deal with that at work or we've done that for 15 years. I don't care. Well, it doesn't mean it's right. It's just what, what can we do way things to do things more efficiently. So, and that's what we're doing. And so I think that's, I applaud all the changes and, you know, some good, some bad, what either way, the way some people might view it, but you know, it's trying to be progressive and keep up with like, keep up with the times is what we're doing. And I'm all for this discord and everyone will be too. To be, to be fair, I'm going to go this far. I can't remember how many times, uh, the commissions hit me up and asked, did you get that message about, uh, you know, the rule change I was, uh, that, that it's been put on the table. And I'm like, what rule change? And he goes, it was on WhatsApp. I posted it like twice, two, like once every month and it's been six months and here we are. And, and, uh, I just don't go on WhatsApp as much because I have a few WhatsApp channels and they're annoying and I have to hear them all the time. So it's. I think it's a nice idea to be able, like, I th- I'm pretty sure the whole thing boils down to him being able to hit, to, to hit you with the important stuff. So it doesn't get dragged drag on. So that being said, well played. Thanks for coming on commish. Are you going to stick around for some pick them? Actually, I have one more commissioner business to talk about. Oh, about the, okay. about the, um, since we voted the transaction counter, uh, are you good with these prices? This is on the ESPN homepage. Uh, where everyone was supposed to vote on the prices for the transaction counter. Uh, so far, we have four votes uh, out of uh, 16. So I just want to clear up the transaction counter. And since we voted in this year, we didn't have everyone there, but it was a, a vote that passed. Um, since we don't have prices and people are making picks, the only the only fair thing to do is to start this next year. So we're going to keep the, the entries in, right? Because... Honestly, people are picking up players. They're dropping players. No one's agreed on what prices we're doing right now. Didn't we? I, wait a minute. Didn't we agree on a price during the draft? The, I said the prices were set on the actual homepage. Let's get this to pass so we can, you know, carry, carry in, instate these prices. But you, we didn't. We only have only have three votes saying yes and one saying no. Uh, no, 
need to adjust the cost lower. Look, and I'm that was that, for anything, but I voted. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, where, well, I'm just saying this voting thing at. It, it's on the ESPN homepage. Like if you oh, you can do it, I don't or you, that, so. or you can do it from the app. You can actually vote from the app, I believe. If you go to, um, hold on, let me just walk let's walk everyone through this. If you guys want to vote right now from your app, you go to the, your to go to our our page, go to league on the league tab, go to message board and LM poll, and from there you should be able to keep, click on LM poll, and you should be able to vote from there also from the app. Yeah, I just voted. Um, um, who voted? Need to adjust cost if you don't mind me asking, or that can be set up. Uh, it is. It doesn't say uh, off my phone. So. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That motherfucker on blast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and that what that said is like it really can't hold people to prices that we don't even have established yeah. yet. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's fair. Unless yes. you hold a poll to see if we should reinstate we should instate the set prices that are set right now, <laughs> just to make sure to see just to go ahead and get everybody done on that. You know, like we should do a poll like how many of you fuckers are gonna vote on this poll. <laughs> <laughs> there's only five people voted on this shit so. well this is this is the thing i, I want to do with the discourse since there is a of a, a, a rules a new rules proposed rules uh every time we're going to vote on a rule what i'll do is i'll i'll post on the rule changes that it's been added to the league manager poll and you can vote on the app so each role we're going to vote on the app and if it passes it passes if not it doesn't pass i would like to do this during the season for next season so we don't have to tie up the draft with votes for rule changes. Let's just establish them now as we go, as we think of them. And if they pass for next season, then we implement them next season. And just, it will be a reminder of how we changed it. Well, the thing is, I agree. I think but we need to do uh, some type of call or either meet in person or Zoom or fucking Discord fucking chat. Summer. To do this ahead of time. Like at least I'm Funny you say that. Our diamond, our diamond status will give us 1080p oh, uh, quality. God, that's why I love diamond status. It's about this diamond status? Doesn't matter. That's I say we change um, new guy's name to diamond status. So he's gonna win. <laughs> diamond dogs. <laughs> Speaking of the new guy, I, I was looking at the uh, standings. I, I just can't believe how much point, how many points he scored, and he's zero and two. Two. Uh, that that just blows my mind, and he's just getting beat up on. Uh, two hundred and seventy-two points. He's the third highest scoring team. But yet again, he has the uh, most points scored against him. <laughs> it's like the bad luck from last year is just uh, carrying over. Carrying right. over. Hey, well, you know, like the worm turns for you sometimes. If you get, if you're, you know, talent, it's it's hard to go ahead and break. So if you're going to keep scoring, if he's going to keep scoring those points, he's going to keep winning. He's going to end up off the schneid pretty quick. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you know. Same difference with uh, with the Taco Killers. We all like the Taco Killers. I ain't gonna lie, I like this draft. I think he's a good looking team, uh, and he's zero and two. You know, and but you know, you just have to find that. It's just gonna turn for you if you're gonna keep a lot of luck involved. Yeah, you're gonna score those consistent points. You're you're gonna start making making the grade. So how well, the, the, can we do some pick them? What else did you have, Commissioner? Well, one more thing. One more last thing for the for the league status is that uh, sense of a. Uh, since the COVID is coming down to the to an end, hopefully soon, uh, I've I've been uh, working on the garage recently in Inglewood. So at, at some point, I'm gonna want to get everyone together who's vaccinated uh, to come hang out and uh, watch football at the uh, at the pad over in Inglewood. 
So I'll, I'll be getting that going. Uh, as soon as it's going, I'll post it on the uh, Discord app of the uh, new garage look at look TV layout look. And That's you're all invited. Easier. So, so you got to bring your vaccination card or your health of honor thing? Yeah, yes. Your vaccination cards. Your vaccination card. If you don't bring your vaccination card, you can fuck off. Either way, <laughs> the commish, thank you for joining us. Uh, you know Appreciate what? It. I'm going to ask you for the third time if you want to stick around for some pick them. Because you are, because we want you to vote. You're going to pick for HAP. That's the new rule in the Sucio Football Weekly. If one of the hosts is not here, the the guest will pick for him. You got it, bud. All right. Let's do it. So that, that's how we're going to play this. And before we do, EJ is going to go over the standings. EJ, break us off some. All three people had really good weeks. Um, I'm bringing up the rear. By my calculations, it's Tony at five and three. The Math Magician at six and two, then Hap Helvand at seven and one. I met the fucking standings on the goddamn league. Oh, I thought we were doing pick 'em. You said we're gonna do pick 'em. That is true, but you do the standings. You're the standings guy. It's what you do. But, but you know what? Don't say, "Hey, Jimmy, you want to do pick 'em?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but first, without further ado, uh, all right, fine. You know what? That was a that was a curveball. This is a fucking shit show today. I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> but um, let's go to the standings. Okay. All right. The standings, the actual season standings, not the pickup standings. All right. Let's go. I'm the mid city. Who else cares about the pickup standings with me, you, and Hap? Everyone cares about the pickup standings. Don't you dare talk about that. You know what? We should do a league poll as to who the fuck cares about the pickup standings. You know what? Let's not because there's going to be three votes for yes and 13 people that say, I don't give a shit. And I like it that they talk about it. <laughs> I mean, 13 of state. Okay. And then um, um, in the mid city LA division, leading that is the West Siders at 2 0. We have the Cruisers and Dem Slauson Boys at 1 1. And D Smokia. Bringing up the rear, getting smoked at on two. And the West LA division, we have Tennessee, Bob, Moonshine, Mudslide, Rick at two and oh. We have the Sex Panthers at one and one, and the epic collection of Antonia Grassa FT at one and one. And then we have Nude Guys, Trash Fire, Barbecue, aka Diamond Status, new name at Owen two. And the L.A. Valley Division, we have a new motherfucker taking over the Valley, and that is Edgar and the Underachievers crew. Sport. Tied for second, we have the tailor-made Callaway driver mishaps. Then <laughs> we also have the Honeydew Melons at one and one. Then bringing up the rear with, the I think, the best draft of it all, but doesn't show the 0-2. <laughs> <and two. laughs> And the South LA division, surprisingly, and one of the more competitive divisions, usually, the league nemesis at 2-0. and That's not fishy, the commissioner, 2-0 uh, in his own division. Um, then we have Quan, a.k.a. Hip Hop Murray, um, at 1-1. One one. The Compton Killers at 1-1. One and La Rosa de Guadalupe off to a slow start again this year. So hopefully he turns it around at 0-2. I'm just throwing this. Casey Rick has a 90% playoff percentage. 
suck on that. Everybody who doubted Casey Rick. And you have 17%. I got something better than that. You are. I Googled the uh, uh, Antonio Garza. I Googled it, and it's a cruise ship. It's a cruise ship. There you go. Is it like the love boat? This makes no sense. It says there's a movie that's made after it that represents a ghost ship. I, I'm not. I didn't get too deep into the Google search. Oh ship! God, this is like it's like a mystery wrapped in an enigma. This is insane. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, at the by the end of the season, I'm not. I'm still not going to know what the hell that t- that name means. And this entire garage studio that I've created is going to have like little yard lines connecting dots to newspaper articles and Google searches and all kinds of shit. And I'm going to go insane. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, I just find it amazing that this playoff percentage is people that are two and zero, and they have lower percentages than some people that are like zero two. So, <laughs> that's like I have no idea. ESPN like, logic. Like Larosa's zero and two, they have a forty-two percent chance of winning it over the Melons and the Sex Panthers. Was that there last year, EJ? No, it was not. It was not. This is new, and this I. Is new. This is new, but it's interesting. We learned some. Did, did, did we get diamond status in ESPN, Jimmy? Or you're not telling us. I'm working on it. I have I'm a working on it. 17% playoff percentage. I must you have the you have the worst playoff percentage <laughs> in the world. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a new thing everywhere. Math magician, who's got the worst playoff percentage? <laughs> Let's play the percentages. Ooh 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 ooh. <laughs> Oh man! Well, not much better at twenty five percent. Now we could do some pick 'em if it if it pleases you, EJ. Eric, how did it end? Yes, last week. Well, I already went over it. Honestly, um, I wasn't listening, and I want to know if I, how I did. To be fair, um, Tony, you went five and three. The math magician went six and two, and then Hapavan went seven and one. Seven and one. Yeah. Wow. Damn, how about Vaughn holding down the lead, front running? Um, absolutely, you know, and um, you know, since I did not win Pick'em last year, so um, it'll, you know, I, I did pretty good. Yourself, I'm kind of, I'm kind of nervous to make his picks for him. Uh, yeah, that's seven to one. Yeah, no fuck okay. up, huh? That's mm. clearly he's peaked too early. So if he had picked me to beat him, he would have been undefeated, huh? Um. Let me see here. Pretty sure he picked himself. Said, I'm looking at it here. One, two. Something pretty clever, to be honest. He always does that. But I'm just more saying that, like, he said something untoward. And, yeah. 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 Huh. I think you're correct on that. So Interesting. All right. Let's get this thing started. We're going to go all the way around the table. You guys know the drill. Honeydew, Melons, and D Smokey, the returning champ, sitting at one and one, third in the LA Valley Division with a 17% chance of even making <laughs> And D Smokey, 0 and 2, with what I'm assuming is probably something a higher chance, maybe like 25%. I don't oh, know. Oh, he's got, got 15, which is amazing. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is a sad little situation we have here. Who do you guys got? EJ, give it to hey. me. D Smoke is playing West Siders, right? Yeah. Okay. He said you oh. said the wrong. I'm on. Okay, go ahead. You want to do it again? Uh yeah, let's do it again. I might have to. You said you said the wrong matchup, though. No, no. I, I jumped to week four, not week three. 
That was on my my. my hey, I'm, really, I, I'm I'm not I'm not a I'm not a smart guy, but um, three, just, three comes before four. So. There we are. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna start this over again. Here we go. Sweet. All right, let's get underway. We're just gonna go around the table. Fantasy underachievers against the Honeydew Melons, the returning champ, one and one with a meager 17% winning percentage of making the playoffs uh, against the 2 0 fantasy uh, underachievers who are uh, front running in the division for the first time in uh, their team's history. So, uh, who do you guys got? We're going to go around the table. EJ, break us off. Um, Melons coming off of getting off the Schneid, getting a win. Underachievers are 2 0. I do like their matchups. I'm going to have to go underachievers. Lamar Jackson at Detroit. Detroit's defense is terrible. Um, all quarterbacks so far have done great against them. So um, I'm going to have to go just off the quarterback play alone. I'm going to go with um, underachievers. Um, Aaron Rodgers and them go against San Francisco. San Francisco's got a good defense. So just on matchups alone, underachievers wins this, and I don't think it's going to be close. Joke's on you. I'm starting Trevor Lawrence. Kamish. The fraternity champ going up against the uh, the globe trotting underachievers. Who is it you got? Oh, I kind of agree with Eric. I don't like your matchup with Green Bay and, and, and the Niners for some reason. Um, I I hate Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, but yet again, I'm going to pick the melons. Oh, Melons pick you just call it a mouth. The underdog call out right there. The I I on the other hand will be taking the fantasy underachievers. I feel like they have everything going for them right now. They're two and zero, burning it up. And every time I pick a team that isn't me, I end up winning. So I'm going to take the fantasy underachievers. Mark it down. D Smoke and the West Siders. D Smoke trying to get off the Schneid at 0-2 while the West Siders going ahead and flexing all over everybody over in that mid-city. 2-0, just front-running left and right, flaunting his stuff, getting over the bat, the past uh, last year's nasty taste in his mouth, and he's bringing it. And 128 projection total, the 117 for D Smoke. Who do you guys got? EJ. Um, I'm going to have to go with Westsiders on this one. Um, McCaffrey is McCaffrey of old. You know, they have at Houston. That's a great matchup. Tasty. Um, Cousins is coming off a really good performance. I'm not too sold on that, but McLaurin and Jefferson, I think, are going to have big days. And um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think it'll be closer than the 10-point spread. Uh, but I'm going to take West Siders by like about three or four points on this one. Kamish, talk to us. Who do you got? Uh, if D. Smokia puts in um, Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, for his uh, second running back, uh, I'm taking uh, D. Smokia on the upset. Oh, Pittman Jr. is a receiver, just a heads up. It's fine, though, Kamish. Don't worry. You're. It's week two. Don't worry. We are, we're all giving ourselves passes because it's week two. Don't you sweat that. But I, I agree with the commission. I'm taking D Smokey as well. I do agree. Elijah Mitchell is probably not going to play. I'm pretty sure he's inside of the concussion protocol and with an actual concussion. Uh, Pittman Jr., I like him too. I'm with the commission on that. I think this two tight end set that he's employing is a little overrated. He might want to think about trading with me and uh, I can give him something else to work that in in this flex, but I'd probably put Pittman Jr. in the flex as well because now like when you have two great tight ends, 
Now you can't go anywhere. Now you just can't leave. You know what I mean? Because you can only start the tight end in one position, and now you got a tight end in the flex. Now, now where are you going to go from there? You can't. You have zero flexibility, and the whole thing is that that's a flex spot. So uh, I'm still taking D Smoke. I think Russell Wilson's going to go off. I agree with EJ. It's going to be a close game, but I am taking the other side of that particular coin. Russell like Wilson tail drop. Russ going to cook. I like the Bronx tail. Goddamn right. Them awesome. Now, now Jews can't sleep. Best friends <laughs> like Kirk and Spock forced to do battle. Bruh, bruh. We got a fight on our hands. Two one and one teams trying to get themselves up above 500. Uh, I'm, you know what? We could say who you got, but I know who everybody here has got. You know what, EJ? Why don't you go ahead and make it academic? I'm going to let Hap a.k.a. Jimmy go first on this one. <laughs> this, is a, this is actually a no-brainer for me. Um, this is the battle of what quarterback stinks the worst, like the least. I think all four of them are terrible. Um, ben Roethlisberger, Baker Mayfield, banged up. Joe Burrow, Zach Wilson playing like garbage. But honestly, I'll take the healthy quarterbacks over the uh, hurt ones any day. I'm taking Dempsey Lawson boys, baby. Wow, them Slossin boys, a deep pull from Jimmy G. Looking for Slossin boys to get their second win on the season. EJ, you got your mind made up? Yeah, Cruisers. Um, Pittsburgh got a little bit of embarrassed by um, the Raiders this past week, the 2-0 and Raiders. And um, I'm going to go with the Cruisers on this one. Um, I think Pittsburgh's going to come – big and hard and they're gonna fucking fuck up joe burrow so i'm gonna go cruisers on this one i'm with ej i like the cruisers as well uh i want the slosson boys to win but i just feel like the cruisers might have a little too much for him i agree joe burrow's a little up and down it's hard to tell you can't set your watch to the guy uh sony michelle he's basically a backup at this point who's getting a little extra reps i think there's going to be it's going to be a little problematic for them Slauson boys it's going to take a lot to go his way so i'm going to go with the cruisers as well uh not a clean sweep jimmy g deep pull pull kai sex panthers and the new guys trash fire barbecue cordon bleu you know what Oh and two and one and one, two teams that should probably be riding at two and zero, oh, to be quite honest. But you know what? It is what it is. EJ, you're gonna go last. Jimmy G, Kamish, why don't you go ahead and lay down that knowledge? I have Josh Allen in another league, and he hasn't been putting up Josh Allen numbers. Uh, he's going against Washington, who's in, obviously I told you guys I drafted him kind of high, and their defense has been pretty mediocre not living up to expectations everything here is screaming at me to take the upset like i've been doing but i just got a feeling that trash fire barbecues luck's got to change at some point he's projected a 130 spot over a 118 spot um i think it's going to be much closer than that i think josh allen will go off but i think trash fire barbecue is finally going to pull out and get a w Trash fire barbecue called out. EJ, you're going up against your protege, so to spill, so to speak. Yeah, also a young up and comer who's attempting to take your spot as a conciliary in the league. Are you going to go ahead and make a statement? How's this going to play out? Fuck that puto. <laughs> so that's that's what happened. Said, uh, but um, <laughs> it is what happened. Said, um, 
he's favored to win. Um, Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan. I hate rooting for the Eagles in this game because I, I want to win my fantasy week. Um, Dallas has been playing some good football, so I think defensively it's going to be a little challenging for the Eagles with Jalen Hurts. Um, and Tampa Bay has got good defense, so I don't think Daryl Henderson is going to have a very good day. I think uh, my running backs are going to have a better day. Calvin Ridley will do good. Debo has been doing pretty well. Um, I might make a few switches on my thing, and I think Josh Allen is going to be Josh Allen one of these weeks here. So um, I'm going to go with me, as I always do, because, you know, I don't don't ever not take me. So I'm going to say the Sex Panthers are going to be clawing their way to victory and win by about six and a half points. Rawr. Very raw. Look, I'm going to go this far. The new guy's trash fire barbecue uh, has got to come up Yahtzee at some point, right? Am I wrong? Uh, I'm with Jimmy G on this one. It has nothing to do with the fact that the, the Sex Panthers, they always field a good team, and but they don't score a lot of points. So uh, they play a little defense. It is what it is. <laughs> But I'm loving Jalen Hurts this year. I'm like, and I don't like Dallas. I think I've discussed this. This is not Sparta. So I'm going to go this far. New guys, Trash Fire Barbecue. They're going to take it by about maybe 16 points. Uh, I like the I like the Panthers. I like the way they play the game. They're hard nosed. They're real real strong and scrappy. Uh, but you know what? It's going to be perfectly honest. I think the new guy is he's Icarus. He's not even close to the sun yet. I'm going to write, he's flying high. It is what it is. 0-3. They see Rick and Antonia Grazza football team. I'm assuming it's FT is football team, right? Or free free toes, free your toes. I don't know. Either way, maybe it's a sandal reference. Or fuck that. Kill me one day. But either way, these two teams are going to play some football. Casey Rick putting his 2-0 record on the line against an up-and-comer who's just trying to let everybody know that he's still here. 1-1 after a big-time win. Who do you guys got? Casey Rick or Antonio Grazza? Panthers, talk to us. Man, I think this is going to be the game of the week here. I like the Mm. matchups for both teams. Um, I think Herbert's going to have a big day. Derrick Henry's going to be Derrick Henry. Um, I like the matchups for his team. Um, I'm interested to see how Tom Brady does. The Rams have been playing some really good defense of late. So, um, and Baltimore did a really good job on Tyreek Hill last week. So I think a lot of people are going to learn some film from that. Um, I'm going to go with Grazza with the upset. That is a heavy pick. A game of the week call out from from the math magician, Antonio Grazza, big time pick. EJ, well done. Jimmy G, who do you got? This is a game of the week. I I agree with that too. Uh, This looks like some great matchups, great football being played here. Uh, I think um, Casey Rick snatching Gronkowski, the old Gronkowski of old, looking fantastic late in the rounds, really helped him out. DK Metcalf really hasn't been DK Metcalf because can't stop it, lock it. It's been taking majority of those big hits. Taking uh, all that shine. Catches. But I'm just going to say this right now. Casey Rick is just rolling. And uh, he's got something going on special. So I'm going to roll with Casey Rick on this one. Casey Rick, welcome to the club. 
Hermano, you are part of the family now. I'm taking Casey Rick. I always say Casey Rick. Uh, Antonio Grasso is just trying to play mind checkers with us, changing his name, doing all kinds of of this uh, Playboy shit. What is this, Antonio Grasso? This is gonna <laughs> kill me one day. I swear. I'm like, I will be googling this later, way deeper than you did. I got some. Ins- I got an insider insider scoop on that. Uh, apparently on the discord app is the first time he heard the podcast was the last one. The last show is the first one he's ever heard. Oh. So maybe, maybe hearing the podcast for the first time and how you guys are, were rattling about Kwani's name. Uh, maybe he uh, just wanted to shake it up over here. You he, know, wanted he, some, he wanted us. He wanted to take a worse. He wants some more airtime. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, mission accomplished job. Well done. <laughs> we haven't stopped talking about this. dude. Like it would have been better if it was like Luca Brazzi. Luca Bratz. Does he sleep with the fishes? I don't know. That'd been great. Uh, fish taster, FT? I don't know. Like, ah, God. All right, all right. Well, you know what? Well done. You've gotten all our kitchens, but I am still taking Casey Rick. Rico's Taco Killers and the Taylor made mishaps. Taylor being the operative word. Jonathan Taylor falling flat for the mishaps and keeping him at one and one. While Rico's Taco Killers 0-2. Will the cream rise to the top finally? Sex Panthers. You're on the air. Taco Taco Killers wins. Not even close. They're one and two. Wow. 50% projection. The Taco Killers. From, the Panthers has the Taco Killers. <laughs> Great matchups for them. I don't like Stafford at Tampa Bay. I don't like Mixon at Pittsburgh. Um, Brandon Cooks with no Tyrod Taylor. It's just death. It's going to be a very low week for um, the mishaps. And I think Taco Killers beats them by like 25. Oh, heavy call out 25 commish. Give it to us. Uh, honestly, I, I totally agree with Eric. Uh, I, in my gut, I feel Taco Killers is going to win. But since I am picking for Haps, I have to take the mishaps. Just the fact that Haps wouldn't take against himself. So I'll keep it a true to form here. I'm going to take the mishaps. Okay, I just want you to know, though, if anybody, you should know this. If you're on the air and you are a guest and you are picking for me, you are to pick the team that I am, that the, the team that is playing against uh, the Honeydew Melons, not the team, not the Honeydew Melons proper. You are not on Discord. You should know that. It should be on Discord. That is a new rule. I am also taking Rico's Taco Killers. The, the, the cream shall rise to the top. And this guy, has been, his cream has been down and trodden and at the bottom of the can. And uh, somebody's about to shake it up, and the mishaps just did it. Hasn't been very frothy. Yeah, the froth has been low. But you know what? You want your froth to be down early and bubbly late. You know what I mean? You want it to rise. So that's how this plays out. Rise like the Phoenix. Like a magnificent souffle. So I'm taking the taco killers. We got what we got. League Nemesis and Compton Killers. The 2-0 League Nemesis. Uh, looking to put his his action and his money where his mouth is against the Compton Killers, who are 1-1. One one. Uh, I think this one's going to be a winner. It's going to be a slobber knocker. What do you guys think about this? Man, this is going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to be very close. Um, I do like his Teddy Bridgewater matchup. Teddy Two Gloves has been sensational this year so far for the for the Broncos. Um, this is going to be close. Um, Chargers always seem to do a pretty good job against the Chiefs. They keep it pretty low. Ball management, ball control. Um, 
It's gonna be really close. I'm that's not a coin flip for me. I'm gonna unfortunately I'm gonna say I'm gonna take I'm gonna have to go Compton Killers because I think Josh Jacobs is gonna come back and that's gonna take away some of Kenyon Drake stuff and we'll see what happens. Compton Killers for EJ, the sex Panther Johnson. Kamish, are you taking yourself? Uh, I'm going to take who Hap would take. And uh, honestly, uh, Hap usually rolls with the nemesis. I'm not going to lie. He, I don't think he's really ever really picked against me. Very, very little. Uh, I honestly think if I pull it out, it's going to be my Bears defense is doing something against Cleveland nasty. So um, putting up a big number and Amari um, Cooper comes and plays like Amari Cooper's been playing, I think I got a, I got a good chance there. So uh, I think Hap would take the nemesis, so I'm rolling with the nemesis. Roll them with the nemesis. I will be taking the Compton Killers. I feel like at this point, these guys, uh, they're poised. This is how they play. I really do like that Teddy Bridgewater matchup. I think the Broncos are going to be a really – like Broncos, Raiders, anybody who plays football in the West is just going to have a great year. And right now, Teddy Bridgewater's doing that right now. He's showing out, and he's going to show up against the Jets. I think the Broncos are going to boat race the shit out of the Jets. I think that's a really big deal, especially, you know, because he's probably going to score like 30. Uh, I'm taking Compton Killers. I like him over you. I like him by, like, by six points. I think you're going to put up a fight. Your team has been showing up big time, but I do agree with EJ's assessment. I think that the Chargers – Anybody who plays in the AFC West, they know how to play the Chiefs now. They play them so many freaking times that they know like how to contain them. They know how to keep the ball out of the guy's hands, out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. He's going to get his. He's going to have a good day, but he's not going to have the 40-point burger that he, that he usually gets against other shitty teams that don't remember how to play him. So I'm going to go with, uh, with the Compton Killers as well. And also, nobody ghosts me. When I send you a text that asked you to be on the show, you answer the fucking text. Little Rosa de Guadalupe and Kyler, the creator, uh, got his teeny bopper magazines out, John Quan at one and one, and La Rosa just trying to get off the schneid at 0-2, just trying to get himself back up to a proper place in, in, in just proper society. Uh, who do you guys got? Sex Panthers. Let's round out the slate. This one is going to be an interesting matchup. I had this one circled on my book um this is gonna be close um kyler and d hop against jacksonville should be pretty good but west coast teams traveling east usually struggle a little bit um their matchups are very good that um kwan has but so does daniel jones and all those guys it's some interesting matchups man this is a coin flip and you got josh jacobs i think he's coming back um Fournette's been doing well so he's got some interesting plays I just I'm gonna have to go with Quan just for the fact is I'm not sure if LaRosa is gonna pick the correct lineup you know it seems to see he's been struggling out the first couple of weeks because he's left a lot of points on the bench I mean he's got a solid team with points all around but I don't know if he's gonna put the correct team in and he might lose some points on the bench so just on those facts alone for the first two weeks I'm gonna have to go with Quan. Quan call out Mike drop commish talk to us um this is a great game uh i i think kyler the creator that handy that handcuff he's got is pretty sick right now those points are just getting 
you're, you're, you're losing 60 points easy just with those two alone. But everything in my gut says La Rosa will actually pull this one out. I'm going La Rosa. You know what? I'm feeling your vibe. I'm going to do you one better. I'm liking, I agree. Kyler Murray and D hop against Jacksonville. That's going to be a freaking slaughterhouse. But I think at some point they're going to get up to so many points. They're not going to pull off 40 burgers because it's going to be like, all right, let's just start running the ball or let's slow it down because we're kick, we're boat racing these guys. I think it's just going to be out of control. I don't think Jacksonville can respond the same way that like they can't respond with Arizona right now. So I'm liking the Rose too. I think that Daniel Jones does his thing. Dalvin Cook is in for a big game because Seattle can't seem to stop a nosebleed. And nonetheless, a freaking running back like Dalvin Cook. I think this is going to be a lot more interesting than people are thinking. And I'm taking the Rose as well. I think he's going to get off the schneid. He's going to be hanging out at one and two. Just like either the Creek. He said that it was going to be an interesting game, but you know, I don't get where this more than others. So it's three people that said it was going to be interesting. So whatever. Well, I didn't think it might be the game of the week then. Can we agree? I agree. Possibly. Well, maybe it is the game of the week. You don't make that call. I, 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 yes, I do make that call. No, you don't. Kidding me right now. It's a group discussion. Or how about you make that call right now? I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm not going to let you make the call. I'm going to put you in the position to make the call. Do you feel that this is the game of the week? No, it's one of the three games that we usually do three, which we will begin next week as our three spotlight games or games of the week. But since we are at this one, it's it's an intriguing matchup. I'll leave it at that. I say if, if La Rosa plugs in the right people, this could be the game of the week. How about that? You know what? I'm like so you're agreeing with my assessment is what you're saying. If he picks the right lineup, this is going to be interesting. The thing well, is, is like that, I'm just going off of last week where he left 80 points on the bench, and he could, potentially could have won, and that, that's a lot. That like what like you all that's. You all played fantasy enough where you just kind of second guess yourself and you second guess wrong. And that seems to be the place is what he's doing. He's second guessing and he's making the wrong adjustment. And sometimes that's just the, the ebb and flow of football. But it's also week two, EJ. I mean, do you, when do you, when do you switch horses midstream? You know what I mean? Well, you, well, you can't go on three, so you got to do it pretty quickly because if you're on three, well, on three, yeah, I guess that's a, that's a good point. Well, to add to that, La Rosa has talked about the rope dope throw out the false lineup last minute, put in the real lineup, kind of just throw everyone off their game plan. Well, so he, he could be doing something like that too. So he's, he's, he's sneaky. I'm telling so you. He's very, playing very, very, very <laughs> he's playing coy. He's playing coy. All right. So before we take off here today, cause that rounded out the slate crying out loud, that took forever. Either way, uh, that being said, any last uh, predictions, any bold, bold, bold talk before we head out. EJ, give us something. We will have no more undefeated teams after this week. Wow. Wow. Big time call out from EJ. Commit. And look at everything, but I hope that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Commish, what do you got for us? Anything big? Give, give us something. By the, by the end of this weekend, I believe everyone in the league have, would, would make a, at least one post at Discord. One post who hasn't worked from everyone. One post in Discord. Who hasn't made a post would make a post. Because that shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that, that's wishful thinking. I, you know what? I, I think everybody should get out on Discord. I'll, I'll go that far because you know what? Once you embrace it, then it becomes the thing. It's our thing. Right? And the Giants won six to five. They're still up a game on the Dodgers. 
Now I have a bold prediction. The Giants will not make the playoffs. Ooh. Ooh. The New York Giants? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they already did, and they acted like they won the World Series. That was adorable. Yeah, they have the best record in baseball. Yeah, the Dodgers just shook hands when they made the playoffs. They didn't act like it was goddamn Mardi Gras. All right. This has been Susio Football Weekly. I am Tony G. And for EJ, the math magician Johnson, my main man, thanks for Jimmy G for coming on the show. The commish in the house today, making picks for Hap Alvon. EJ, anything to go, anything to say before we're out? Well, for the other half of hopes and prayers, I'll just say s'mores and whores. I'm out. Hap Alvon. Hop on. We'll see you guys next week. Good luck to everybody who isn't me. Peace. Out. Oh.